Hey there, welcome to Matamo, a podcast where we explore with you and our guests travel topics that push the boundaries in celebration of the human experience. I'm your co-host Bob Sproul here in Chicago, alongside Greg Traverso, the founder of Matamo out in Stockton, California. Great to see you again, Greg. Hey, good to see you, Bob. Good to hear your voice. Same, same with you. It's, it's. Uh, we've, we've been taking people uh, across this journey that you, you took nearly thirty years ago across the continent of Africa, and picking up where we left off. You are, you are in, you're in Zango. Uh, our last episode, you were in Zango in Zaire, looking across the river at night into Bangui. But before we begin there, I just want to quickly let people know if you're listening and you like what you hear feel free to give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. It helps us get found by others who are looking for some experiential travel stories and just looking to, to, to you know, get excited about travel again. So again, a five-star review would be great. And we really hope you you like what you're hearing. And so moving on to this next uh, episode here, you, you we were left off, you were in Zongo, like I mentioned, going in, going, looking across the river at night into the Central African Republic and Bangui, a city where you're seeing electricity for the first time in a long while. You've been you've been uh, you've been canoeing across uh, the rainforest before this. You've been you've been really in really remote parts of of the world and 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 seen some amazing things. And so so again, you see these bright lights. Uh, you have to bribe your way into the country, Greg, and you you get there somehow, uh, going across the river, and and then you're kind of back into to what feels like sort of just, you know, civilization, right? A bunch of people, a bunch of, a bunch of uh, activity in a big city um, in some form. And uh, let's describe that journey now. So you, 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 you've, you've bribed your way into the central Republic. Let's start there, Greg. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm really waking up in, in Zongo and uh, I'm pretty excited, you know, to get over to uh, actual city. Uh, Zongo is just a little tiny, you know, town, um, and I finally, I, I found this, uh, guy with a canoe. And so I paid him a little, uh, a little money. And, uh, I had left a $10 bill actually in my wallet, kind of tucked in there. And, uh, that's kind of the only cash I had left. All I had was traveler's checks at that point. <laughs> so I was waiting to get to Bangui. And so, uh, I get to the board post and sure enough they you know, they start saying, I don't have a cholera shot, uh, in my, um, my vaccination record uh, that I carried with me and uh, it wasn't required, but that's, that was their thing. So they say I had to pay a fine and kind of went back and forth. And finally, I just kind of got worn out from it and just produced the $10 bill. And that was enough to get me through, get my stamp and my passport. And they, I did have to get a shot. I, I realized because leaving into the next country, um, they were telling me I'm, I would need it to leave the Central African Republic to get into Cameroon. So, uh, anyways, I get into the Bangui, and you know it's just pretty wild after coming across this wilderness, basically the rainforest, and you know for many many weeks. And so, you know, I felt Descri- like, describe describe it for us, Greg. What, what was yeah, like you know, mid nineties. You know, you know, paved roads, uh, electricity. French police actually uh, that surprised me like we're uh, around and, you know, but it's very strange too. You know, I, I later learned that Bangui, I think it was a couple years later was rated the most dangerous city in the world uh, at at some point anyway. So, you know, I, I could feel that I could feel, you know, your, my gut was like, 
I don't know if I want to stay in this this town too long, but I'm thinking about food. I'm thinking about getting my traveler's checks, first of all. And, and uh, you know, I'm walking around trying to think where where can I cash this? Because I, I remember the day of, day of the week was there wasn't many, there wasn't a bank open or anything like that for some reason. So um, I do remember a kid following me and he had this like long screwdriver, you know, hmm. like uh, a substantial screwdriver. And he was like 10 years older, you know, something. And I just thought, oh man, here we go. You know, this is weird. And he hmm. kept following me. Um, so finally I was like, oh my gosh, what a, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm just going to get out of this. I walked in like a bar and I went to use the bathroom and I, used, I went out the back door and kind of I got rid of this kid. But anyways, so I'm going along. I found a place, actually a hotel to cash some traveler's checks. And that was really a relief. And then I had to, my mind was on getting this cholera shot so I could, you know, get out of the country. So Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, I'm walking, walking around trying to figure out, remember, you know, there's no internet or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. I have a guidebook, but you know, this is the central African Republic. So there's not a lot of information. Um, and I'm going along, and uh, I this there's there ends up being this kind of scene of the gathering of people, and I kind of join the crowd, and and I'm like looking to see what's coming here, what the situation is, and um, not too long after that, this black lim- limousine comes, this limousine comes driving up with this little motorcade, and and it rounds this corner. And it ends up being this former self-proclaimed murderous emperor of the Central African Republic named Bakasa. And Bakasa was a notorious, like awful, notoriously awful guy that uh, he was president of the country from like 1965 or 66 to, to about uh, 79, I believe, or 76 in 76, that, that, yeah, he became like emperor himself, then, right? What's that? He, he declared like himself emperor, emperor yeah. of the Central African Republic. You know, is wow. He he was you know, he was known to be uh, cannibalistic uh, with his political enemies. You know, some of that's not proven, but that's what they say. Uh, he he definitely participated in 1979 as the emperor uh, in the killing of school children, quite a few of them, uh, they were protesting actually having to wear uniforms that were sold to them that were cost prohibitive for most children by the, by the government. So they make them wear these uniforms that they have to buy, but at a a high cost, you know, Um, and that's really the case across many parts of Africa that school uniforms are like, required to go to these government schools. So anyways, he participated. Uh, they, they, they killed a bunch of them. They threw him in jail, these children, and he apparently went to the jail cell and, and killed some of these kids himself. So he was uh, arrested. Uh, he was uh, eventually under house arrest for a number of years. Uh, he fled. He was in neighboring Chad for a while. Then he was put under house arrest. And the day I was there was when he was coming down the street. He had been released as kind of a political... Uh, deal making between the rival, uh, uh, the, the president that was in power, I think, and and uh, his opponent. I, I forget the details. So I see this guy. It's just a weird, you know, kind of a city, but also I'm pretty excited. I end up going to get a meal, 
And I remember going almost like a well, like a pizzeria type place. And I had a salad and it was just like, I'll never forget that. I ordered a Diet Coke. Uh, it was like luxury, you know, and I had a, a nice <laughs> meal. And it was, uh, I'll never forget that. Um, so I ended up at this embassy trying to learn, the U.S. embassy actually, to learn how, where I could get a shot, this cholera shot. And that's kind of was heavy on my mind after having just come through that experience um, at the border. So I actually met this guy. He was a nice guy, Liberian. Liberia was in the middle of its own civil war. That's in West Africa. And he's here in, in Bangui. You know, we talked for a while. He gave me direction on how where to go get the shot, which I ended up going to get. But he also gave me his his address and said, you know, where you know, he had asked me where I'm staying. I hadn't had a place to stay yet. And he said, uh, you know, why don't you come stay with me and my wife and my family? And I had done that before and other occasions, even across the Congo. I kind of forgot about that, but I, I did stay with um, with families on occasion. So uh, I did. I stayed with him and we had Ugali, uh, which is this, I've talked about it before, this kind of staple of of Africa and a nice meal and sat with the family. Um, and so that was nice. Uh, the hospitality and, you know, you feel like you're really living, uh, you know, the cultural aspect of it is really great to be you know, inside someone's home and, you know, no pretenses and just kind of, you know, seeing what life's really like. Um, and we talked a lot and anyway, so I was really looking, um, to get out and to move on. You know, I'm, if you look on the map of Africa, yeah. you'll see Central African Republic is just that. It's very central. It's, you know, it's the middle of Africa. Um, and so I was looking to get to the coast. And so I was going to find a ride. Um, I think I was there just a couple of days. I, w- I wasn't there long at all. And then I started to think, okay, how am I going to get to the border? And that's kind of, you know, my short time in Bangui and, 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 it's all about movement at this part of this point for me was. Greg, you're, you're, and you're moving further. You're, yeah. So you're moving, getting closer to the Atlantic, that the, the Atlantic ocean, obviously. And uh, yeah, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're heading, heading, uh, heading West, right? <laughs> yeah. There's about uh, just shy of a thousand miles to go. So yeah, Greg, so you're, you're, you're getting ready to, to inch your way closer, you got about a thousand miles left, and and you're in in Bangui, and to get out from what you told me, you take one of the worst rides you've ever been on, and uh, maybe the worst. Yeah, yeah. It was it was awful, but I'd say the worst. All right, well, I'm excited to hear about that in our next episode, and maybe maybe you're traumatized to tell us about it, but it'll be it'll be good to hear. No. <laughs> but before we go, letting everybody know once again. Uh, let us know if you like what you're listening to. Give us a five-star review. Uh, we would really love to have that on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts that you're able to, to give us a nice review. We really do appreciate it. And for those of you thinking, hey, I would love to take a trip at some point, maybe later in 2021, maybe 2022, uh, go to matamo.travel. That's M-E-T-A-M-O dot travel. You can live your your travel story too by going to to some of the many amazing places that Greg's company Matambo takes folks across East Africa. I would, I would encourage you to go on the site and, and take a look around and explore some of those, uh, those journeys that he, that he's curated for you that are just really amazing. And I know Greg through 2021, uh, through a lot, long portion of this, of this year, 
um, folks will have, have private journeys, right? They'll be upgraded. So they kind of get a chance to be with their family and friends uh, throughout, throughout the journey. That's right. I think it's a really important thing. So go to matamo.travel to learn more. And as always, thank you for listening. We look forward to, to, to picking up where we left off in our next podcast. Have a great rest of your, of your week. Thanks everyone. Take care.